Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym. It's for bank, inbox, time, connection, and harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Hi, Abby. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Melissa. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. So this episode is going to be all about time. And time is, of course, the great equalizer. We all have the same numbers of hours in the day. That is, of course, unless it's the day you come in or out of the world, I suppose. But by and large, we all have the same number. And the way we use our time today impacts us so much in the way we live our life and spend our time in the future. And I think you're a wonderful guest to come on and talk a little bit about that. So to kick us off, um, would you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, how you do life, all the stuff? Absolutely. Thank you so much for for having me on. My name is Abby Dyer Imanette, and I would call myself a multi-passionate person. Uh, I am definitely an entrepreneur I am a type A, high achieving, really focused on helping others and figuring out how I help and build women up. Uh, I have done that throughout my career, uh, really helping them build businesses. And in this post and still kind of ongoing COVID world, the digital space is such an amazing opportunity for people who either have had that thought that they wanted to get out there in the digital space and start those amazing businesses that they're really passionate about, um, or you have lots of women who are growing those businesses and Mm -hmm. often from a time perspective, managing a lot. And I help them figure out how they do that and put great goal setting actions in place. That's awesome. I am a huge advocate of goal setting. And I think for anybody who's listening to been in the corporate world in the last 10 years, they've probably heard of smart goals, right? I feel like maybe the last 20 years, I feel like those have been drilled into my head through all the corporate um, <laughs> corporate initiatives that I've experienced. But there's, but there's something to it, right? I mean, setting goals, having a criteria, it, having a path to get somewhere is so important. And it, it's really shaped and changed my trajectory, I would say, quite a bit. Um, how do you work with people to set up goals? Absolutely. So I use what I call the power of three. Mm-hmm. And it's purpose, positivity, and planning. Because at the end of the day, we really want to be in those spaces where we're really passionate about what we're doing. So purpose is really where I start with clients and making sure that they're clear on kind of what those big dreams are, what are the things that they're really good at. And we've used that as a foundational step to ensure they have a really great, what I call practice of positive thinking in place. And when I say practice, I really mean a practice, kind of like practicing yoga, 
right? We have to have those things in place that help us stay focused. And then you get to the most important piece, and it's the piece that I find the most exciting and I love helping people with, and that's the planning piece. That's the goal-setting piece. How do we make sure that we really understand what our goals are? How do we set a strategic goal for the year, that big picture thing that you want to accomplish? And then how do we break those things down into smaller steps? Mm-hmm. They're really consumable and achievable, and we feel success and validation as we're working towards the really great things we want to accomplish. Yeah, I love that. I, I've had these conversations with people over time about goals. And I think for a lot of people, they're like, well, I don't know. What, <laughs> what, what do I want to be when I grow up? And if you don't know, it can seem very overwhelming. But I think your approach is, is spot on. It's like you're going to say what's something very far into the future or maybe closer, but something that you want to eventually achieve. And then you back it up and then you back up into bite size pieces to get you there. Right. I am married to a golf professional and I have never been a golfer up until about four years ago. I was kind of manipulated into playing a round of golf and then I fell in love with it. And one of my goals for a really long time was be a better golfer. Well, like that's a nice thing to write down on a piece of paper, but how do you make that happen? Right. And so I think to your point, like I set up a plan, I would go to the driving range once a week. I would go practice putting once every other week. I would, you know, and you set up these like very specific things. Is that the kind of work that you're talking about? Absolutely. And for me, the language that we use is really important. And so when I talk to folks about setting goals and putting plans into place, I really work with people on how we change the way we think about goals. Mm -hmm. So many people call their kind of short list that they work on in a day or in a week, their to-do list. Mm -hmm. And that often sounds, I mean, it kind of has this negative connotation to it, right? We're like, oh, we've got to do our to-do list. And I really work with people to say, what's your action list? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the way that we achieve goals and the difference between people who achieve and don't is really whether you're taking those steps forward, you're taking those actions. And so we really have to make sure that what we're putting into those bite-sized chunks that's under that bigger overarching goal that we have for a month or a quarter or a year has to be things that we've really defined well, Mm -hmm. right? And we talked a little bit about SMART, right? And and how that's used throughout um, kind of the corporate world and and people often use that from a goal-setting perspective. And there's a lot to be said for it, right? There's a lot to be said for writing down your goals. There's a lot to be said for making sure that they're really specific, right? That we give ourselves really specific targets. And to your point about golfing, you could say, oh, I want to be a better golfer. But when you start putting those parameters around, well, how soon do I want to be a better golfer? Mm -hmm. Or that means I'm going to practice how many times a week? We really start gaining some momentum to be able to work towards actually achieving goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think those specific actions in my example I I started with, I want to be a better golfer. And then I honed in on like, okay, I want to have a a 10 handicap. I want to be able to 
be, you know, under a hundred, which is still not happening for me, but I will eventually get to the point where my handicap is 10. And that means that I'm under 82 to 85. Right. And, and that's the specific target I'm going towards the, the when, like you said, is so critical because it helps you gain that momentum so that I have a reason to do it today. Because if I don't, tomorrow's task is not going to be as easy or as possible (laughs) if I don't get myself going today. I love that. I think that's really important. And you call it the power of three? I do. Purpose, positivity, and planning. I love it. And so how do you help people plan out their goals? Is it a timeline? So I like to do something called a clarity sprint. And we typically do that when we first sit down and talk about goal setting. And that is what is it, what's everything that's kind of rattling around in there? Because mm-hmm. most of us have so much in our heads that we're rattling around and we end up getting distracted. I mean, that's really what often happens. We get taken off our goal because something else comes up. So I really, I like to start with clarity on what we're really working towards and getting some of that noise and clutter um, onto paper. And then we really work on what is that big strategic goal? So what is it you want to, and again, everybody's different. And so some of my clients, you know, thinking of a whole year and what they want to accomplish in a year is completely overwhelming, Mm -hmm. right? So some of my clients, it's, okay, what are we going to do in the next 30 days or the next 60 days? And what's that overarching goal? And then we break that down into smaller pieces. And like the power of three, I love the number three. Mm -hmm. And so what we do next is, what are those three actions that are going to be necessary in order to achieve that bigger goal? And we kind of keep breaking it down into threes uh, till we get to the point that we have something that fits more into that smart framework, right? What's the timing around that? How specific is it? Is it something that's really achievable? And we have to take a step back as we're working on those plans and go, okay, am I putting too much in the plan? Because I find that a lot with clients. Mm-hmm. They, they are such action takers. I work with a lot of high achieving women and they want everything and they want everything now. And so we have to kind of peel it apart and go, okay, well, really, what are the steps? One, two, three that we need to do in the next 30 days to make sure that you're taking real actionable steps towards that bigger goal. Mm -hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Because if you take on too much at once, what are you having to not do or not do as well? Because you overplanned and overplanned, you overbooked (laughs) your plan. Yes. (laughs) I might be guilty of doing that sometimes. And I, I mean, that's really what the efficiency be, bitch podcast has been about is coming up with those smarter ways to to get through the have tos so that you can work on the goals work on the things that you love use your time appropriately so that you can achieve you know everything that you want tomorrow and every day after that and um, that for me is how time management works I'm I'm taking care of things as efficiently as possible so that tomorrow is better so that tomorrow and, and today's was a great day and tomorrow will be even better. So I think, um, that for me is like how you manage time, making yourself 
your future. I always say like fall in love with your future self and make her the happiest person in the world and you'll be in great shape. <laughs> That's awesome. And how do you find your clients? What type of women are you typically working with? I typically work with people who are balancing both a corporate career as well as what I call a passion business, mm-hmm. something that they really are truly invested in that gives them the opportunity to serve others. Some of them want to leave corporate, mm-hmm. right? Some of them are happy balancing it, it really from a time management perspective and from a goal and planning perspective. We work on how do you become more efficient? And I am a big proponent of tools um, and technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do we use things like, because I'm typically working with women who are building digital businesses. So we're in the digital space. And how do we implement automation? How do, how do we use the really cool things that are out there now that aren't hugely complicated? Um, unlike some technology, some technology is hugely complicated, but there are many apps that we can use in order to build your email list, mm-hmm. right? Or, and send out emails automatically and, and use the automation in those types of systems to make it possible to be something that you can balance when you have something else. And whether that's a corporate career or that is children or that is aging parents, people are balancing a lot of things right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the the mechanism for which we had our our podcast scheduled, right? We used Calendly. You booked it. You fill out some questions. Then I think we had a reschedule in the middle there. And then we had a workflow set up to automatically send you an email. I didn't touch any of it. And I right. think you probably touched it once or twice during the reschedule, right? And here we are meeting together at the same time in the same place. And we joked off the air about how wonderful it is when it all works. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so exciting, right? And it usually does. I mean, it really, it, it's nothing's perfect, but I'd say 95% of the time, this stuff works as planned and it takes a little setup, but man, there are some cool tools out there. And I, I personally really geek out on like the Amazon Alexa. I have that thing set to run this house really, really sharply in the school year with the kids and it's time for school and get your lunch. I mean, she sends all those reminders, so I don't have to do it a hundred times. Oh, I, I am so right there with you. (laughs) For me, it is things like Instacart. Yes. Right. So somebody does my grocery shopping for me so I can use that time on something else, right? On my business. Yep. Uh, Or I even recently found a service called Sudshare. Have you heard this? No. They do your laundry. Oh, yes. We, I have a, I know there's somebody in my neighborhood that does something similar. I think she calls it like pamper your hamper, very local, but it's amazing to find these types of people who can help you um, to delegate a little bit of the work. It, yes, it's going to cost you money, but it will also free up so much time. Right. The time that you really need to do the things that you love, yeah. right? As opposed to some of those things that you dread. Yep. I agree. My The woman who edits this podcast, and she's going to hear this, and she's going to smile because she and I have had this conversation multiple times about hiring housekeepers. And yes, yes it's going to cost you some money. But yes, you also don't have to buy cleaning supplies. You will have more time with your family. You don't have to be doing the things that you don't want to do. And everybody will be happy. So I 
I'm a huge believer in outsourcing. Um, we talked a little bit about that off the air as well. And there are a lot of people and a lot of technology that can help you connect to other very talented people around the world. I'm sure you know about Fiverr, right? Oh, yes. Um, I, I use I Fiverr to help me with logos. I've used Fiverr to help me with spreadsheets. I've used Fiverr to help me with slogan design. I mean, and you can talk to people all over the world, super talented, and I can do it from my couch. It's amazing. It is amazing. One of the things that I typically start with for clients is how do we really evaluate how you're spending your time? Mm-hmm. And then how do we delegate the things that you don't want to spend time on? Yep. Right, because there are so many options. Why not take advantage of them? Yeah. Right, you are giving other people an opportunity to make a living as well. Right, so it's a very positive uh, type of relationship. You get some of that much needed time back for the things you love, and you're helping somebody else with a living. I agree completely, and I I own a um, I'm a co-owner of a fractional CFO company. So we do bookkeeping, cleanup, help people with their finances of their small business, and I am that person for that business owner. And they don't want to do their books. They hate it. It gives them anxiety. It freaks them out. They feel like they're doing it wrong. I'm that housekeeper, right? I'm that that thing nobody wants to do. There are people out there, I promise, who like to do the things you don't like to do. Whatever it is. It It could be anything. There are people out there who like to do it. I love accounting and bookkeeping and spreadsheets. And I get really excited about that stuff. So if there's something on your mind as a listener and you're thinking like, oh, I wish I didn't ever have to do laundry again, call one of the companies that we just talked about or search in your area and find somebody or find somebody to do your accounting or find somebody to do your social media like we were talking about before. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> there are things, there are people who who love what you don't. And I think that's what makes the the time in the history that we are living is cooler than ever, I think, because we have the ability to connect with people all around the world. I have people on this podcast from Australia and the UK using the exact same service that you and I are using right now. Like it, you can connect with people on every corner of the planet instantly and, and share dialogue and ideas and hire them to do things. And I just, I think it's a really cool time to be alive and, and in business. I totally agree. One of my clients that's in one of my group coaching programs, she's in New Zealand. And it's so cool to be right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I have people from all over the States. And then I have people from all over the world. I mean, it really is. And again, through that opportunity of technology, right? You can connect to almost anyone using Zoom. Yeah. It's, It's really cool. Yeah. And a lot of it for free, right? There are so many free options to some of these tools so that it is affordable for people to be able to do that as well. Yeah. We have a large portion of listenership in New Zealand and Australia. And quite honestly, I don't know how people there find out about me here in Phoenix, Arizona, but I'm thrilled if you're listening um, from that side of the world, I'm thrilled about it. And Abby takes clients there. So there you go. I do. (laughs) My friends. Yes. That's awesome. And that, that piece of technology, that information that I have, 
it's it's awesome. It can tell us where people are and how old they are. And it doesn't tell me who you are. I don't know the person who's listening. But just having that ability to know where people are. And I, I just, I find the the ability to use technology to be really cool right now. Um, sometimes it's creepy when Facebook tells you, you know, <laughs> the thing you were just talking about. But I also understand how it works. So it's not as scary. <laughs> I, I agree. There's not a person sitting there listening to you. It's a, it's an algorithm that's listening for keywords and then trying to match it. Yes, but we are we are actively shopping for new stuff for um, like vendor booths when we go to different community things, and you know those pop up banners that like they kind yeah. of pull out. Well, my husband and I were having a conversation about it, and th- the last couple of days I've had like twelve Vistaprint um, <laughs> ads pop up. It's <laughs> like this is weird. <laughs> But I love it. It's super cool. Anyway, sorry, we got a little tangent there. But Abby, where can people find you? How do they connect? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure, absolutely. So my website is www.leadwithpositivity.com. And if you search Lead With Positivity, Instagram, Facebook, you are going to, to find me. If you want to send me an email, I'm info at leadwithpositivity.com. Awesome. And we will have all of that detail in the show notes. And uh, hopefully you'll reach out to Abby if you have interest in, if you're a female entrepreneur looking for a coach, uh, Abby will be perfect connection there. All right, Abby, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at EfficiencyBee. Until next time, see ya!